Hey y'all, how y'all doing? I'm back and I'm better. Mm. I want you bad as ever. Uh. Whatever he's saying. I, I don't know the rest of the words. But anyway, so it's been so much going on, y'all. It's been so much going on. But first things first, let me let me go ahead and get a, get y'all a but today. I'm not even going to um forget about that. I'm gonna go ahead and give it to you now. Okay. Cause I went to the herb shop the other day and I racked up on, on some new herbs. So um well it ain't really new to me. They just some different herbs. But um let's see. Uh let me see. My goodness, I really need to write this down, y'all. I be really trying to wing it. I am not a wing it type of girl. Definitely have to be prepared because I will definitely get a brain freeze. <laughs> um, I got a few different things the other day. I don't know if I gave y'all this one, but I probably did. But anyway, mugwort. Mugwort. Mugwort is good for um detoxification it's good for your liver it's good for dreams it's it's like the dream herb or whatever it's good for sleep um relaxations it's good for the nervous system um it's good for the digestion okay so mugwort that's m-u-g-w-o-r-t yeah so anyway so y'all enough is enough okay now if y'all been listening to my podcast, whether it's Sincerely Alicia or um, Outlandish, which is my previous podcast before this one, you know that I am a stay-at-home mom, okay? But let me just tell you that I'm done with that shit. <laughs> I'm done with that shit. I'm over it. I'm definitely over it. Um, I've been so for the last five years, and I can keep up with it because I went um transitioned we'll say um when I was pregnant with my third son who is now five and he'll be six this year so yeah mm-hmm. it's 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 been a it's it's been one of them times okay um and since then we've had two more kids um and I'm just over it I'm really just over it um I'm over the the whole dynamic as a whole. You know what I mean? And I'm going to tell y'all right now, I'm recording this on my phone. I'm not recording this on my computer um, setup or anything like that. Because um, to wrap that th- this story up, we found mold in our house, y'all. And if you know anything about black mold, you know that it is not safe. And it's particularly not safe for people with already, um, you know, that already have health problems, okay? And if you don't know, I've said this before, but my oldest son was diagnosed with epilepsy. If you don't want to know what epilepsy is, it's a it's a neurological disorder, okay? It, it's it's something that affects your brain and your nervous system, okay? He especially, nobody, but he especially cannot be breathing in no shit like that. Okay? So we have to get the fuck up on down, okay? So at the moment, we are at a family member's house um, until we find us another house, okay? They didn't even offer us another house because we are renting, okay? So we sold our house in 2021, and then we started renting somebody else's hot fucking mess, apparently. So, you know, they didn't offer us another, you know, to like transfer the lease over to anywhere else. They really didn't even offer to fix the shit. They basically kind of was like, well, if we decide to fix it, can you stay? Like, 
ain't y'all gonna fix it anyway even if we leave and it's been a year and I've been telling y'all I suspect Mo and you never came and found the shit until I had to pull that shit back myself like be fucking for real be fucking real we have to go looking for it and pull that shit back and boom there was and boom there was absolutely not unacceptable so we got on down so I am hours away from Leo and it has been a fucking high mess y'all it's been a fucking high mess like it's been it's already overwhelming on a daily basis already overwhelming being the full-time parent right and I say that being that obviously I am married however my husband works 12 hour days and he be sleep any other time you know what I'm saying except on his off days and that means that the rest of that shit is on me. That means the cooking, the cleaning, the the bathing, the blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? He helped, you know, where he can, when he can. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it's on me. And it's a never-ending job that you do not get any breaks. You do not get any time outs. You know what I'm saying? Unless you have to go ask a motherfucker to do so. You know what I mean? And at the same time, you have to work around, you know, other people's schedule, right? And... I'm over that energetically. I'm over it physically. Um, my body has definitely suffered. Um, you know, it's not what people think. People always think that, you know, you're at home and you get to do whatever you want. You get the, you know what I'm saying? They can do whatever. Y'all live in a fucking fairy tale dream ass land. Okay. Maybe when you got one child and I've heard women that are stay at home mothers of one child still complain. You know what I'm saying? Women who not even stay at home mothers, you know what I'm saying, with one child be complaining. So imagine having five other individuals outside of yourself to, you know, care for. And it's not an easy task. People act like when you say kids, they act like they hear dogs. You know what I'm saying? Cats. These are not animals. These are human beings with emotions, body parts. You know what I'm saying? They get sick. They get irritated. They get sad. They get mad. You know what I mean? And you have to... um be able to help them through those things, right? And it's easy to help one person do those things. But when you have five people plus yourself, that's six people, it is very fucking difficult. And it really goes, and it, and it's a job that people rarely pay attention to, right? Because you're their mom. So that means that you're supposed to be able to handle it. People literally look at you like you're a superwoman, you're a robot and all these things. But at the end of the day, you're just a person. You're just a person, right? Dealing with other people. You know what I'm saying? People that you don't get, you don't get, you know, frequent breaks from, you know what I mean? You don't have scheduled breaks. When people go to work, and I say this as a person who has been to work, y'all, I, many days um, at my jobs when I was f- from about 20 to, 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 to about 22, 23, when I was working at the, these certain facilities, um, I worked 16 hour days at these facilities because motherfuckers will call in. They wouldn't come to work. And then you'd be stuck there because if you leave, it's abandonment. You can go to jail for leaving your job because you are taking care of individuals who are not able to take care of themselves. Right. 16 hour days. And I would work the motherfuckers and I would be good. And I, and I, and I enjoyed that. Of course, because I enjoy having my own money. I enjoy having, you know, the, the, the opportunities to just, you know what I'm saying? Be to myself. You know what I mean? And even when I had kids and I started working um, and my last job, 
that I did, um, my job was about 45 minutes away. That 45 minute drive would be everything, y'all. And I didn't even realize how much, how, how much I took that for granted, um, at that time, because that's 45 minutes of silence. I can drive in silence. Yeah, I was in traffic or whatever, or whatever, but I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Trying to drive and have motherfuckers hollering in the backseat. I would drop the kids off or whatever. That was tedious because I was pregnant, lugging toddlers around, um, at one point to, to and from daycare, but that 45 minute drive would be quiet. I can, you know, I can listen to the radio. I can listen to my favorite songs, get myself hyped up for work. I can listen to a podcast. I can just listen to people talk on the radio. Or I can listen to nothing at all. The luxury of listening to nothing at all is a luxury that we just, we overlook, right? And if I say that out loud, then you have mothers and people, well, my child, you know, is autistic. They don't speak. It's nonverbal. They're deaf. And I can understand that. And I can understand that being able to hear your child and hear them talk to you and them being able to talk to you and hear you is a privilege that some people don't have. However, it does not take away from the fact that it is overwhelming for others, right? Right. We can acknowledge that we both have pros and cons to our situation, but let's not take away from the next person. Okay. And I feel like that's, that's what it is when it comes to stay at home moms. Like, Every time a stay-at-home mom says something, somebody else says something. It's tip for tat every time. Oh, well, well, I, I have to work with individuals at work, okay? And at least you get off, right? At least you get off, right? Right? Unless you get off and you, you know what I'm saying? You're a single mom and you and you go home or you're a single married mom and you go home and you still have to do, you know what I mean? But if you are a person, like, I think it's, it's, it's an underrated, underappreciated and it goes, it's a job that goes unnoticed until other people have to do it. Overall, you know what I mean? And, and we see that society definitely believes that it is an easy job until we go to, to take our child to a daycare and we say, oh my goodness, daycare is $300 a child. Yes, because your child is a human being that has to be, has to be kept alive for eight to 12 hours while you're at work, right? While we're open, we need to keep your child alive, fed, and you know what I'm saying, as happy as we can make them, right? And people can appreciate that, but they can appreciate it when a child belongs to you. But why not? It's the same concept, right? I still have to do all these things that a daycare has to do and never get off. Y'all can't sit here and tell me that that is not and cannot become the most draining thing that somebody is doing. It's not. And I say that as a person who has worked before. I ain't been home all my fucking life. I've been having jobs since I was about 16 years old. It was easier. It was easier. And I will definitely say that. And I mean that with my full fucking chest. It was easier. Right? And then when you add kids there, it makes it difficult. And that goes for everyone. Right. Not just mothers, but fathers, too. It goes for everyone. However, we are not going to take away from the fact that mothers get the shitty end of the stick, get the shitty end of the stick. We can't deny that whether the mother is married, whether the mother is single, whatever. Because society expects for mothers to take on most of the load when it comes to the child rearing. Right. And when a mother says I'm at capacity, I'm done. It's like you should be able to do this. You have a vagina. What the fuck are you talking about? My vagina and my ability to make children does not somehow make me inhuman. 
right? The act of birthing a child may seem inhuman because you as a as the other gender cannot do it. However, I am still a human being. I am still a human being. I still have feelings. I still have emotions. I still get sick. I still get tired. I, I get exhausted. I still get energetically drained, right? Dealing with people, whether those people came out of my coochie or not. Going to work was easier, right? Than doing a job that I never get off from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I came home, the agreement, you know, was for me to come home. I came, I went home and it was three kids. We added on two kids. Now it's five kids. I ain't signed up for that shit now. <laughs> now I guess I signed up when I laid down. However, the stay at home job was for three kids. We added on two more. Now that's a fucking low. That's a whole basketball team. I'm not a coach. Okay. Not a basketball coach. <laughs> like we are just human beings at the end of the day. And I feel like uh, when it comes to men, especially if they have mothers, it's, uh, their mothers or single mothers, they look at their mothers like, oh, my mama did it. Why can't you? You know what I mean? Or, or, and I've heard men or I've seen, you know, heard whatever, seen men say that. I was talking to some men online before and they were like, oh, my mom was a single mom and, and she did it. And so my wife should have to work. That is so sick to hear that you think because your mother struggled your whole fucking life that you should then make your your wife go through the same shit your mother did as a single mother. So your married wife should go through the same thing that your single mother did. Be fucking for real. What are you there for? If she has to do everything that your mother had to do when your mother was alone, why the fuck should she marry you? Capiche? Like, are we not understanding that? You know what I mean? And I think that we really, really undervalue stay-at-home moms, um, especially when they're married and their spouses don't be understanding. I see women say all the time, I would have an easier life if I wasn't with you, right? I would have an easier life if I wasn't with you because at least I would get a consistent work, right? Because even though you would be a weekend dad, at least I would have some fucking weekends to myself for sure because they going with you. I've seen several TikToks about that and women are like, damn. If I just get a divorce, I can have a break from these people, right? And I seen this other TikTok of this man saying, hey, this is how you can help your wife, right? These are things that you can do to help your wife, especially if your wife is an at-home mom. Yeah, giving your wife a break with your kids still in the house is not a break. You should ask your wife how she would like to receive her break, if she would like to get her break at home, because that's the thing. Like, sometimes you just want a quiet house, right? And you don't want to have to do earn anything to get it. You just want a quiet house. Take the motherfucker somewhere else. Why the fuck do I have to leave out in the world? Again, hustle and bustle with people. And he was having some very good points. And I'm so glad it came from a man because when a woman says it, it just sounds like she's complaining. It sounds like she's ungrateful. But when a man says it, it's like, hmm, he may be onto something, right? But when she said it, we just couldn't get it. But he was basically saying like, hey, um, ask your wife how she would like to receive her breaks. Like, would she like to go out the house or would she like to stay in the house? And then you can decide how you go about that. You can take your kids somewhere because being in another room is not a break. She can still hear all the chaos. His words, not mine. He had it down to a science, y'all. Y'all need to follow this man. I need to, I need to figure out his name. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can find that video because I liked it on Facebook. But he had that shit down. And I don't know how long it takes for that man to learn it, but God damn it, he learned it. And that's what matters. Learn the shit, please. Like, (laughs) 
It don't take a rocket scientist for these things to apply because I guarantee you, if a lot of women decided I'm going to be fucking done and I'm going to walk out today, y'all wouldn't know what the fuck to do. You wouldn't know where to start to do what she does, right? She could easily go and get a job and make money, right? Because she's they're going to be trained for that, right? Nobody's going to train you to jump in her shoes, right? These are your children. You don't get trained for it. You just have to do it, right? So going to get a job is always going to be easier than you coming home and having to figure out how your life is going, what your life is going to look like at home, what schedules you're going to have, what meals you're going to feed these people three times a day. And if they complain about the meals or they don't eat, it's energetically draining. It's physically draining. It's bad for your health. I'm going to tell you right now, staying at home has been bad for my fucking health. And I'm going to say that with my full fucking chest. Like, I have, I caught COVID. Obviously, a lot of people caught COVID. That's neither here nor there. However, when I caught COVID, it affected my blood pressure. However, my body was already in, in, in anxiety mode. My body was already stressed out for the several years prior to COVID that I didn't sleep through the nights. Because when I had postpartum, after my first two sons, um, I was dealing with trauma from my brother's head-on collision um, that he died from, from a drunk driver, on top of fresh off having a baby. My brother died when my first baby was three months. And then that following year after we, I was pregnant and we dealt with court and all these things. And then I gave birth to a child and my child ended up having a shoulder dystocia and ended up staying in the NICU for a week. And we had to do like child CPR to, to be able to take him home. And it, it, it was so stressful. And then we get him home and he ends up having our RSV. And he ended up having to go to the children's hospital and be on a little like a little breathing treatment for a, a couple of hours. And where these things, and even though these things wasn't long and drawn out, and I understand that there are people that had babies in the NICU for thirty days and forty days, and I does not discredit my experience, right? I, I can't. I get so tired of the fucking tit for tat. You tell somebody your experience, oh, but so and so had to do it for so and so. I matter. I don't give a fuck. This is my life. We're talking about my experience. You're not gonna take away from my experience because so and so. Also had the same experience, but their experience lasted a little longer. That was their journey. This is mine. At the end of the day, that situation was very stressful. And then you lose sleep because you're waking up. You're As a new mother, anyway, you're waking up and worrying about your baby. You know what I'm saying? Because of SIDS. But imagine your baby being in the NICU and then coming home and you're like, this is, even though my baby was a very fat baby, he was actually the biggest baby in, in the freaking uh, NICU. He was still a fragile baby to me. Fat don't equal not fragile. He's still a newborn. You know what I'm saying? Still had his issues. And though he thrived and everything, it was still scary. It was still, I checked now. He was so bruised, y'all. His He had blust, busted uh, vessels in his eyes. He was very, very bruised. Um, And he just had a tough go at it when he first got here. You know what I'm saying? And 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 then the first like, like 30, 45 minutes, I didn't even know if he survived the birth. I didn't even know if he survived the verb. We were sitting there holding our fucking breath. And I got fucking jumped trying to have him. Like they literally like pushed him out of my body with their hands. It was the most excruciating pain that I've ever felt. So the definitely, definitely the motherhood journey has been one that has been crazy. And it is crazy for most of us. Um, I would, I would, I would beg to say all of us, 
in some type of way because you people don't prepare you for the to people don't prepare you and I don't think nobody can prepare you for <sighs> oh shit y'all I'm sorry for your I'm tired y'all it's 10 41 p.m while I'm recording this okay and I am mother tag okay <laughs> but I was like let me go ahead because I have not been recording and I need to upload something and I just need to um you know talk about this whole part of my journey um so yeah and and just what I'm feel what I'm feeling about it right now and I'm feeling like it's some bullshit you know what I'm feeling I'm feeling like I um am pouring more out than I am receiving I feel like it has been um just draining draining I feel like I've been sucked by vampires honestly and um children are energetic vampires I don't give a fuck what nobody say and this might come across as a negative podcast, but I hope that it comes across as a real one for mothers who are considering um, stay, stay, you know, being a stay at home mom, right? It is not an easy go. Don't let these men convince you that, oh, you know what I'm saying? I work and you don't have to pay a bill. Baby, paying a bill is, is way easier. Paying a bill is way easier. Sorry, not sorry. Don't let them convince you that, you're not going to have to do anything, right? That it's going to be easy. There's a another woman. Her name is um her her Instagram is named Black Sup- Black Supermamas on on Instagram. She just had her second child, and and most of her posts here recently have been about how she's overwhelmed and burned the fuck out. She's only on her second child, y'all. Imagine somebody with five kids. Imagine somebody with 10. When I look at my five kids, I'm like, damn, my grandma had 10 kids, y'all. 10. She had a total of 11, right? She birthed 11 and she raised 10. And she's 86. She's still alive. I don't know how, right? (laughs) And I, I don't know how everybody survived. I tell my mom all the time, I don't know how she didn't smother any of y'all. And that's real shit. I don't know how she didn't smother any of y'all. Because a lot of these people, you know, are back to back and then like two years apart and stuff like that. Like she had toddler after toddler after toddler after newborn after, you know what I'm saying? Shit. Shit. And it's like, I look at my grandma like, girl, Wow. Wow, I feel like I feel like I feel like you deserve so much more than than whatever, you know, and they they treat her well, you know, what I'm saying her kid and I and I'm not taking oh my god, please my family members do not go, oh my god, you're telling the world that we don't take care of my mother. That's not what the fuck I said. I said I feel like she deserves more. As somebody who has been it is in her position that she was in, I feel like she deserves a fucking airplane is what I mean. Like, I feel like she deserves just whatever type of extravagant shit that she's, you know, never going to use. You know what I'm saying? And I can say that because I've been in her fucking shoes for a long time. Right. Right. So I feel like at 86, she deserves a fucking jet with, with her face on the side of it. Like, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just look at her like, girl, you deserve like like a horse and carriage to take you to the grocery store. <laughs> you deserve a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? That she's probably never going to use and she probably doesn't even want. But just me coming from 
being in her shoes. You know what I mean? God, how did you do it? How did you? And I've asked her, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, oh, I need advice. Like, I'm so overwhelmed. Like, how did she never really gives me anything? So, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have that type of grandma. <laughs> like, how people be like, oh, that grandma, you know, my grandma told me this. She taught me this. And my grandma don't really, uh, she don't really say much. She don't really tell me much. She ain't really taught me much, you know? Um, I haven't really had that dynamic. But what I do know is that sh- most of our kids are, you know, successful and, you know, pretty decent human beings for the most part, you know, I got other things to say, but for the most part, she did a damn good job. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't a single mom. She had my granddaddy and stuff like that. But as you can imagine with 10 kids, he was out working, right? And it was her doing all the raising and the wiping of the asses and the noses and the making sure everybody was healthy. And, and while I'm sure she had help because her mother was alive as well as my granddaddy's mother, you know, was alive at, at some points. And, you know, there was an uncle that lived down the street at some point and, you know, family members around. I never take from the fact that she did that shit. <laughs> Baby girl did that shit like a pro. Like a pro. She deserved a fucking Bugatti. She ain't going to drive it. She deserved to just look at that motherfucker and be like, what is it? <laughs> she deserve anything that I can fucking think of. Goddamn. Goddamn. Hey, get her a Goodyear blimp. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever she wants, she got Because damn, the fact that you niggas did not end up in, in foster care, the fact that you uh, niggas all stayed together, you know what I mean? The fact that these people grew up to be overall decent people, educated people, you know what I'm saying? Well-rounded people as a whole, 90% of you are, 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 are great. You know what I mean? That's a fucking W. And I say she did a fucking good job. You know what I'm saying? Was it slim pickings for money? Yeah, they had one income, right? And we're talking about back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, right? She still made meals out of, uh, you know, what she can make meals out of, right? And I'm sure people complained about her cooking. And I'm sure people complained about, you know what I'm saying, things that she did. But she could have did like a mother, like a fucking banana and split these motherfuckers, right? Because I've thought about it. I ain't going to lie to you. She could have made like a banana and split, okay? She could have left these folk there for a permanent amount of time. For permanently with their daddy and whoever else was going to pitch in, right? But she, she wrote that shit out to the very end. Like, we are not to play with her. You know what I mean? Like, we are not to play with her and act like she didn't do that shit. You know what I mean? I ain't ever going to make it seem to nobody that she ain't do that shit. You know what I mean? I don't see how she did it. But she did that shit for real. And she deserved whatever the fuck she could think of. Whatever the fuck I could think of. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I can only like just, just imagine like, cause back in that back in that time, you talking about the sixties and shit, when she had my mama like, shit, it wasn't nobody saying, oh yeah, you got postpartum depression. She had to deal with that shit undiagnosed. She had to deal with these things, and people wasn't even looking out for her. 
in that type of way. You know what I mean? People weren't even looking out for her emotionally, right? People, because she had babies, you know, like, oh, she genuinely healthy. You know what I'm saying? She must be healthy. She having babies. Motherfucker didn't even check if her heart was good. Check if her lungs were good. Like, oh, she popping that baby. She must be good, right? Like, she did all that with grace. And I'm sure she wasn't perfect. Because how, man, how could she be? How could she be? When every time you turn around, a motherfucker demanding something from you. I'm beat. I'm beat. I don't got shit to pour left, y'all. I'm telling y'all. I don't got nothing to pour you. Five years have did me in, right? I was looking at this study and it was saying that when you have a child for four years, you don't get sleep, right? For four years straight, first four years of the child life, they, you, you get, you have interrupted sleep. Well, my kids are the age eight all the way to one. <sighs> so I got four more motherfucking years to try to thug it out. You know what I mean? And while these are obviously decisions that I made for myself, kids that I had myself, you know what I'm saying, with my husband or whatever, does not take away from my experience, right? Because people always go there. Oh, well, you made, lay down and made them kids and bitch, you went to school and got the degree and you don't use it. <laughs> Checkmate, bitch. Like, stop playing. Because if I say something like that, then are you mad, Right? You also chose that job, but you complain about it every fucking day, right? You also chose your baby daddy, right? But you complain about this motherfucker. He ain't shit. You chose your husband. You chose your man. We make choices every day and they are not easy. You don't get the takeaway from somebody's experience just because it's it, it was something that they chose, right? Be fucking for real. You choose a car off the lot, that motherfucker cut off on you down the road. You gonna feel good when they when you go back to the mechanic to the to the salesman and say, that motherfucker on the side of the road, he's gonna say, You signed the papers, it's yours now. And it's not my problem, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not gonna feel very good. You're gonna feel like you got played. Even though you did make the decision to to have this car, but although you didn't obviously have all the information, because you wouldn't have bought a lemon in the first place, right? Because you bought a car because you wanted it to be reliable. Right? And they didn't give you all the information, or maybe they didn't have all the information, but but at the end of the day, you signed a lease and it's just too fucking bad. You know, lease whatever for the car. <laughs> it's just too bad. Right. Just like, you know, we, we were in a lease and we found mold. Oh, you found mold. Uh, we're not going to test it. You say, got to pay us to break this lease too fucking bad. They don't give a fuck that mold causes, causes several health issues. They don't give a fuck about that. You owe me 5,000 fucking dollars, right? We all make decisions every day that we have to um, deal with it doesn't take away from the experience being difficult and hard and and um something to adjust to but there are experiences that uh, experiences <laughs> experiences that you have to change and this is one that i'm about to change change me lord <laughs> it's definitely one that i am making a decision to no longer deal with um, you know what I'm saying? It, it was a good round. I had a good go at it. But as far as, um, having to bend and like go around, you know, my husband's schedule just to go to the doctor appointment and da, 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 da. Um, and, you know, we talked and he's like, oh, well, I mean, 
you know, that's 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 the life of a person that that is the breadwinner. Who the fuck is winning? Because it don't look like nobody winning. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, breadwinner is not the word. <laughs> like nobody's winning. Like, bro, my health is stuff. I am suffering health spiritually, energetically, mentally. I can't do it no more. I don't give a fuck what I signed up for five years ago. I'm making a new decision today. It's too much for me. Right. And at this time, I have definitely poured in and invested enough time to where it's time for me to get something else back. I need to pour into Alicia. Right. And I want other mothers to be okay with saying that. It's okay to say that you've had a fucking enough. Right. And if somebody has a problem with that, too bad. Fuck them. If they have a problem with that, it's too bad because you you have to pour into yourself. You have to then start being like, okay, you're not going to make no adjustments for me. Cool. I'm no longer going to make any for you. I'm no longer going to work around what you're doing, right? I'm going to have to do what is best for me. And that's okay. Because at the end of the day, shit. You got to be able to survive another motherfucking day. And if you at your wits end and you feel like you about to damn, you know what I'm saying? Go take yourself to glory. Miss girl, I want you to step away for about five minutes. Rethink it. Take a deep breath. We all really done been there. We can act like we can't. We have. Especially if you deal with postpartum like I had. <laughs> and I say, have, hey, but shit, I might still be. Right? My baby's only one year old. He ain't a big boy. He only one year old. This nigga fret. Ooh, this baby <laughs> is fresh off a pacifier. Okay, one week he one week clean off the passy, off the pappy, as he call it. And he been doing my ass in ever since. Right. It's okay to make a different decision. It's okay to change your mind. Mothers, if you're a stay-at-home father, don't make let anybody make you feel bad about changing your mind. I don't give a fuck what you signed up for at the beginning. I don't give a fuck what you chose before. A lot of people chose to go to school to be nurses and turned out and chose and, and ended up being social workers because they decided, yeah, it's not for me. This is for me. Like, I still care about people, but I don't want to do this yucky stuff. You know what I'm saying? I want to you know, do more behind the scenes things, right? And that's okay. That's cool. And people allow you to change your mind and change your major. You can do the same thing. And I am doing the same thing, right? I don't know exactly how I'm going to do it, but I am always going to strategize, right? Because I'm the type of person I'm going to make a calculated decision. I'm not a rash person. I'm not... um a uh, impulsive person. I think about things and how they affect other people around me. And that's probably has been a big part of my issue, right? Because I need to start thinking about what the fuck I want to do first and then thinking about how it affects everybody else later because that's what everybody else do, right? Being a person that is considerate, it it, it, it gets you places, but I'm saying it gets you in last place. <laughs> it gets you in last place. I'm done. I'm in first place now. I'm definitely all, I, all you have to do is make a decision and it can change everything. And so this is me making a decision to 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 be like I'm done. I don't give a fuck if this motherfucker um, daycare costs a thousand bucks. Somebody going to pay it. Me, him, somebody who gives a shit at the end of the day. A thousand dollars trying to save a thousand dollars is not worth the mental health that I am. I'm hanging on by a thread. 
I'm hanging up by a thread. And I feel like that should be okay to say. And I'm not embarrassed to say that shit. I did my motherfucking best. And I did this shit longer than a lot of people have did. I ain't did it longer than my grandma. She did that shit their whole life. And my girl is strong, strong, strong. Grandbaby ain't got it in her. <laughs> Your granddaughter ain't got it in her. Nope. Nope. I want to continue to do to do my podcast and I want to finish my second book. I haven't even had the mental capacity or like really a, a, a minute to think about what they, I've been trying to work on that story. I have the pictures down, right? Spirit gave me the pictures, gave me the vision, but didn't give me the means to translate what it is that I drew. And so, and I haven't had the mental space and the quiet long enough to think of it because this is a longer book than my last one my last one wasn't um all that many pages but this one is going to be about 20 something pages so this is going to be a rather longer book children's book a rather um more complicated book it ain't no shit that i just finna throw together right the pictures are done however i got to bring the concept all together okay and I need time to focus on that story so that it can be engaging for children, but they can understand exactly what it is that I'm trying to say um, and make it simple for them and make it intriguing for them. So, and that takes time. You can't just throw no motherfucking books together. You know what I mean? You can just throw no shit together. I'm not an impulsive person. I'm going to take my time with things and do it right. Right. I make calculated decisions, calculated investments. And I think about how the things that I do affect people, everybody as a whole. And I think um, I think a lot of mothers can say that because that's a big um, part of what mothering is. However, you cannot mother anybody if you don't have anything for yourself. And at this point, my cup is very, 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 very bare. Very bare. And um, I definitely need a to step back. Um, I got him. Can y'all hear that? Damn headboard rubbing against the wall. <laughs> I need to definitely need to step back away from the the everyday tedious um, chaos. Y'all woke up this morning, fresh off. I don't know how many hours of sleep. Not much, because this boy. The one-year-old has been, every diaper that I've changed has had poop in it. So he has had something going on with his stomach for the last two days. And he's been pooping and he sleeps. So I've been changing him in the middle of the night. So I've not been getting no good sleep the past three nights. Waking up screaming, all of that. 7 a.m. this morning, I woke up to him and two other kids screaming at me in my face for... um. For like, I don't know what the fuck they were crying for, but um, but for like thirty minutes, and I'm like, oh my god! And like I said, we're at a family member's house, and I'm like, y'all, I'm sure you know, I'm sure she don't want to wake up to this shit either. But it's like it's like being at the grocery store, right? It's like a mother being at the grocery store. Y'all know that y'all 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 have seen this. I know everybody has seen this, or you know what I'm saying this situation where you have that screaming ass child in the grocery store, right? And everybody's looking at the back of this mother's neck, like shut your child the fuck up. And there's nothing that she could do, but she can't put a hand over the child's mouth. She can't yell, shut the fuck up up in here. It's a it's a small child. Like she can only do what she can, but everybody else is like, you're ruining my shopping experience. Like that's what it feels like. 
You know what I'm saying? That's what that's exactly what mothering feels like. Like everybody, it feels like everybody's looking at you, thinking that you control every aspect of the situation of that child, and you cannot, because at the end of the day, this is a human being. This is not a puppy, and you can't even control what the fuck a dog do, right? This is a human being with emotions, and and that can, and even though they're a child, they can make decisions. We 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 don't look at children like they're people. We look at children like. You can tell them what to do. You can, you can, you can make them. No, the fuck you can't. You can instruct them. You know what I'm saying? And making them is a very hard thing to do, right? Because they ask questions. They're very curious people by nature and they want to know why. And that's not a bad question to ask. Well, why? And so, but sometimes you don't have the mental capacity to ask why, to answer why. Sometimes I just need you to go ahead and do it so I can get this shit done. You right, so I can be through. That'd be me. I just need to get through because I'm done for the day. Right? I made these folks go to sleep while ago. I'm like, y'all, I don't have no, I don't have the capacity. You know what I'm saying? And then these folk, I could be sitting here with them, y'all, for hours. You know what I'm saying? Asking them if they want to watch something. Asking them if they don't they have no desire, you know what I'm saying, to interact with me. But as soon as I get on the phone, everybody has a question, concern, confusion, chaos. There is not one person that has talked to me that will say, oh, I've never heard her yell at the... Yes, the fuck they have. Yes, the fuck they have. Yes, they have. They've heard me tell people to be quiet. And if they haven't, it's... And if, and if you say, oh, it seems like you keep them quiet. Most of the time when people are talking to me and if they're talking and they're, they're you know, they're really, really talking and I and I only have to be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm on mute. And I'm saying, go sit down. Okay. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I hear you. da 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 because I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, be engaging in this conversation, but yet I'm trying to engage this person that literally 30 minutes ago didn't want to have shit to do with me when I was trying to interact with them. Now that I'm on the phone, you know what I'm saying, or I'm in the bathroom, I'm in the tub, everybody has a a, a, a problem. Or they want to talk about something, or they want to tell me something, or read me a book. But when I was trying to engage with you, you didn't want to be bothered. Now that I'm like, oh, okay, well, shoot, they don't want to be bothered. They occupy. I'll call an adult because I am craving some adult conversation. Not everybody has a problem. It is the most draining fucking thing that I've ever experienced. And my old job, y'all, uh, uh, have been has been working with DIDs. If you don't know, it's developmental dis- disabilities. Individuals with developmental disabilities, whether it's you know, autism or Down syndrome or, you know, just, you know, people that have been born, um, you know, with certain disabilities, whether it's developmental or physical, or some people um, are just, um, or some people are high functioning. Some people um, are total care, you know, where they can't do anything for themselves. They have, have to, you know, I had those jobs and y'all, I can't wait to get the fuck back to them. Right. And I know that sounds crazy because it's like, I mean, you finna go take care of more people. I am. Okay. You take care of your kids. Are you not going to be a, a it's different. (laughs) It's different. I'm telling you now, having experienced both is different. And I did some of that pregnant, right? I did some of that pregnant working with people with developmental disabilities. And I can't wait to get the fuck back too. Because one, at least I get a fat ass check at the end of this. 
Baby, sometimes you don't even get a fuck you at the end of your week. You know what I'm saying? These, these kids, you probably do, because I know the kid, the kids be saying it in their head. You know what I'm saying? Like, people will quite literally treat you like a peasant. And I'm talking about your kids at the end of the week. At least when I get done, you know, fooling with these these people. And a lot of times, the people that you are working with, they're a lot of times grateful for the company, grateful for the interaction because their families aren't there right? They don't have their families there. Their families have to work or their families, you know what I'm saying? You know, just don't have the capacity to take care of them if they're total care. And they're grateful that you are taking your time with them, whether you're getting paid or not. They cling to you. You you grow a relationship with them. It's a beautiful thing. And being a mother is a beautiful thing. And I'm not trying to take away from the fact that it is, but it is definitely a hard and ugly thing as well. And I am not about to get on this podcast episode today and paint that picture for you. If you are about to be a new mother, I'm telling you right now that mothering right now is mothering not right now mothering as a whole is a ghetto fucking place to be right it's the it's the trailer trash of situations okay it can be beautiful your kids are beautiful they're you know what i'm saying you you want to develop great people develop honest people you know what i mean you you want to do your best definitely and you can however it is not a walk in the park people don't tell you how to um have your heart walk outside of your body because that is exactly what it is. Um, people act like they can't understand you being anxious about certain people watching your kids or certain people being around your kids, your pe- kids going certain way. People will act like you're crazy because you are a um, a concerned parent. But if you weren't concerned that people would complain about that, everything you do, somebody's going to complain about it. All you can do is do your fucking best. And if your best is not enough or you've done your best and it's still not enough and you are at your wit's end, tell somebody, right? Don't hurt your kids. Don't hurt yourself. You know what I'm saying? And if you're at a, at a point in your situation, um, in your day, and you are overwhelmed and your child is crying profusely, let them cry. Go to a room. Right. If they're in a safe place, the baby's in the crib, I know your stuffed animals around all those things. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? Go to a safe place or hell. You know, you can go to the bathroom for about five minutes, 10 minutes and just, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And that's just, and I'm just talking about with one child. I trust me. I understand that with multiple kids, it's, it's very much hard. It's very much hard. I got five of them. Let's not, let's not forget that. It's very much hard. But what I'm saying is, do your best. Do your best. Because people will quite literally act like you up here painting rainbows all day. And you are literally hanging on by a fucking thread. And I'm telling you that it's okay. That it's okay. But you need to tell somebody, right? And if they don't give a fuck, you tell somebody else. And if they don't give a fuck, you tell somebody else. Until somebody gives a fuck. Do not hurt yourself. Do not hurt your children. Say something to anyone. Even the fuck if you got to call DCS and I know, I know how people feel about DCS. I know that sometimes kids ain't safe in there. But if you got a family member that will take your child for a day, a week, a month, somebody that's willing because they know that it's a temporary situation, man, cash in on that shit as soon as you can. Take the time for yourself that you need because you cannot pour from an empty cup. I'm telling y'all my shit is dry as bare. I ain't got shit left. Right. And thank goodness that I have somebody, right, 
somebody. And I don't give a fuck at this point because I, I feel like every time I go to say something on this podcast, I have to say, oh, but my husband does bless he can. I already said that shit. This ain't got shit to do with him. This is about me and and that I am at full capacity, right? With what I am doing, I am at full capacity and I need to take a step back before I lose my fucking mind, right? Don't go making, you know what I'm saying? It this and that. I tell you what's this and that. Okay, I'm saying exactly what the fuck I mean. I'm at my motherfucking wit's end. Okay, and thankful that I have you know a person that is outside of my house that can look and and, and empathize and and that's my child's godmother, and that I can call and she knows that I'm if I'm asking something of her that I need that shit that I need it need it need it. She knows because I don't ask her for shit. I don't call and ask her nothing, ask her for nothing ever, ever. Everything she do, she do because it was her choice. She don't got to. But if I call her, she there, and I appreciate that. God damn. Fine now, because I'm getting tears in my eyes. God, Lord. Anyway, she been rocking with me since the first one, okay? And I done gave her a FOMO, and she's still in this thing, okay? <laughs> so anyway. I don't know if y'all can hear me, but anyway, I see it. She been rocking with me since the first one and I gave her FOMO and she's still rocking with me. So I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I done had, you know, postpartum depression. She was just, you know, the person that made sure that I got sun and get, get came outside and you know, those things, you know, the person that can see you drowning there to pick, pick you the fuck up. That that's my kid's godmother. So I love you, Nene. Um, but, uh, yeah, y'all, that's, 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 that's what's going on in Lisey's world. That's what's going on in Lisey's world. All right. Um, I hope that this quality sounds okay. Cause that's what I'm working with at the moment. And I just so happen to have a little time to, you know, give a little word and the kids asleep, but I definitely need to go to bed cause I am exhausted. It's been a long fucking day and people have been crying all day and, I ain't got nothing left. So, uh, yeah. Arrivederci. <laughs> Bye, y'all. And thank you for listening to Sincerely Alicia. Bye.